Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. It's Tuesday. And through Christ, anything is possible. I want you to believe in yourself, all right? D'Anthony, finally got our answer of what Jesus looked like today. What do you think? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't. Since you're asking. Why not? Why not, dude? Do you uh, not believe Jesus was a real person? Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, he was a real person. But now, through the Shroud of Turin, we actually, they, they ai Jesus, and this is what we're saying that he's looking like here. Pop it up on screen, Bob. Look at that. Bob, are you seeing what I'm seeing here? I know what I'm seeing. Here. I'm seeing a, a white man yes. with, with clear eyes here that are either blue or green, it appears. I guess it depends on who he's talking to. Who Jesus is talking to or <clears throat> yeah, Bob? Jesus. So if he's talking to the cops, he's a white man. Yeah. Yeah. But if he's talking to like college admissions. Mm-hmm. He's, he's definitely uh, other ethnic is ethnic. what we're saying. Yeah. Although the problem is I, I know who this guy is. It's Jared Leto. David Koresh. Uh, well, I know who it both. really is. Yeah, it's kind of both. Who is it? Uh, it's just some Italian hobo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's a, he, like he's a good-looking hobo. They, no, they mean, didn't like, meet. They, no, I, here's he, what I like about this Jesus. They didn't make him look like an uggo. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, we're, we're going to trust the Vatican. Is that who did this this research? And That's this who has the Shroud of Turin. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So they're saying it's the burial shroud of Jesus, but what it really was, it's from 1354, and some fucking guy essentially just grabbed a hobo, yep. beat the shit out of him, yeah. tossed, I, a, tossed a shroud over him, sure. and then showed up and was like, I found it. Yeah, it was like yeah. that scene in Forrest Gump where he picks up the T-shirt and creates a smiley face. <laughs> Literally, yeah. He just pressed, oh, fucking here you go. I was like, oh, man, I could suck it. This was before eBay, right? Uh-huh. And before... Uh, uh, you know, like uh, Yeezy Busta or anybody who's an expert on tennis shoes, right? And st- like sneakers who can fucking sound those are fake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy, you should follow him on social media. By the way, he's really funny. Um, <clears throat> but you could just do whatever back then and say that it's real. I, I mean, look, it's interesting to see what this guy might look like. He certainly looks a lot more uh, middle millennia Italian than he does first century Judean. Frankly. He looks he looks very dainty to me. Uh, can you I, find I pictured someone? a more jacked up Jesus. Can you no. find yeah, that would that would probably have been the case. Like I mean, really yeah. fucking like big, a lot of core dude. strength, but not so much back. <clears throat> this, uh, this he's sinewy, yeah. He's a, he's like a long distance runner. That yeah. that's what this Jesus looks like to me. This he looks is, like a marathon. You've runner. obviously seen the uh they did this so couple pop years up, ago. Yeah, pop up the other Jesus. Now, this, they is were based on, this is based on Judean skeletal remains from the first century. But not his, correct? And I don't know why they had his hair so short. His here. skeleton's in heaven, right? But they don't have like this this haircut. Nobody had that haircut back then. Well, like I'm sure me. plenty of people had this haircut. I just I, I've always pictured Jesus with long hair. Same he, here. He's a fucking hippie. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was this, part of the charm. This Jesus I never really bought into, um, and then mostly because he wasn't white either, Bob. You know, pull up a picture. The of The other Jim, one looks like a nice white Jesus. Pull up a picture of Jim Caviezel. And then we'll see what current Jesus, day. Well, I mean, does he change or Jesus day as Jesus? Uh, oh, passion! Pull up passion of the Christ Caviezel here, and then put these side by side. 
to what this AI Jesus looks like. Because I think that would be our best guess. Is that Caviezel or is that Jesus? Yeah, he just told a joke. That's Caviezel right there. <laughs> is that really Caviezel? We, should, we need to meme this. Put that back up there. No, wait. Is that really Caviezel? Yeah, dude. No shit. Yeah. Put it back up on the screen. From Passion of the Christ? He was going to do a side-by-side. I'm waiting oh, for him to do yeah, it. Okay, From you... POTC? <clears throat> do people even call it POTC? They should. They should, dude. Right, I can't go, wait till POTC 2 comes screen. out. Yeah, you can go full screen with it. Let's see this Caviezel Jesus. Oh, wow. Man, dude. It was a little far away. Now that you've zoomed in on it, yeah, man, that's Caviezel. Holy I think we shit. need to meme this. Holy fucking shit, dude. Yeah, so gra- if you're watching uh, on on Patreon, screen grab this and meme it. Yep. Make a meme out of this. And blast that in. Now, yeah. let, now let's see the, the AI best, Jesus The best to memes it. will make it on Monday's fake news show. They sure will. You can send them to uh, Drinking Bros DMs. When you see what they doing with Blessed Are the Children. Ooh, the Passion of the Christ 2 double cross. That's a good one, Bill. Ah, uh, double cross would be awesome. Yeah, he's got two crosses on, and then it's like fucking uh, 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 Once Upon a Time in Mexico. He pulls like machine guns out of them. <sighs> Cocaine out of the cross. Well, that's just on his chest. Yeah. Ripping rails. I'm talking about he's like carrying the two crosses. It's like, oh, struggling. And then they're like <laughs> whipping him. He goes, he just looks up, pulls out two fucking... 240 bravos the crosses have the guns in them that's what i just said like for two and a half minutes i've been trying to explain this to you guys i know i was helping explain no he's never gonna get it sure he's never gonna get it kill that microphone forever just go ahead and move on i'm I'm in with you i'm in with i'm in the whole thing i'm just saying throw some coke in there as well well yeah i mean he's gonna need some look here's here's the deal with cocaine by the way uh (laughs) just joe biden me on cocaine oh yeah okay uh listen jack I need it. <laughs> and when you need something, that's a responsibility. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Um, and if God didn't want me doing it, he wouldn't have put it here. Sure wouldn't have. Cocoa plant, you can, I've had it, I've pulled off a piece of plant and put it in my mouth before. You get high as fuck off of that Really? Shit. Yeah. I've never done that. All, all that the processing really does is make it easier to consume. But it'll make your, the whole side of your head numb, which it did. My, that, not, not, my, not my nose and my mouth and shit, my jaw. The whole side of my fucking head was numb. No way. So yes, whenever awesome. uh, the Spanish showed up and first started being like, you know what? You'd be good slaves. Uh, and they just started like death marching all the Indians and shit. They noticed they were like, and like making them carry heavy shit and all this yeah. stuff, whatever. <clears throat> they noticed they're like, couple of these guys keep stopping and eating this plant then they just start marching like a motherfucker yeah. really it's, it's very yeah. similar it's very similar to how coffee was discovered right these yemeni uh bedouins were moving their goats from one place to another and they found when the goats would eat this plant they would get fucking wild yeah like they you know how <clears throat> you've seen those many goats running around like doing backflips and jumping kicking each other and shit like that they started like getting fucking crazy and doing dumb shit and they then so people started eating they started by eating the the entire coffee bean, like the cherry and everything. Okay, which probably I I don't know if if it's <clears throat> I don't know if it's sweet or not. Like if you have a coffee that's really sweet, usually that's a honey or natural process, right? So they pull some of the cherry up and leave a lot of the mucilage on as it dries out, and it soaks up a lot of the sugar that's in there. So it probably tastes pretty good if you just eat. Have that you ever whole. had cascara tea, coffee yeah. cherry tea? Yeah. yeah, I love it. Cascara is just a. It's dried out husk, basically. So the cherry that's on the outside of a coffee bean, they pull it off and dry it out, and you can make tea out of that as well. All right. So it was the Incan. It was when the Spanish showed up in South America, basically, and the Incans had used it for a while, uh, both laborers, and I assume that means both 
paid and unpaid, uh, and soldiers would take it to just go ham. Well, look, if you're getting paid in cocaine, not a bad gig. You know, I, you, you take the good, you take the bad, and there you take them all, and there you have the facts of life. And I think that's all fun. Uh, the other parts, though, with the like the cot for the children, doesn't sound like the best idea. Yeah, but they're child soldiers. Yeah, and oh, child yeah. slaves. It, once, once it's a child soldier, you know what I mean. And this is, I, I apply the same rules here. If you're 18 but you're in the military, you should be able to drink. And if you're 14 and you're serving in the fucking uh, RUF mm-hmm. in Sierra Leone, you should be able to true cot. And, and wait, is that natural or not? Oh yeah, is it really? Yeah. Fucking A, dude. I'm learning a lot today. Um, So they're just out there picking it, eating it, and then just going bug fuck over there, chopping off hands, Sierra Leone. They, uh, yeah, they're not fans of like Christians that much, right? What's their religion? Not that. Okay. They're all Muslims. Oh, no shit. All right. Yeah. All right. The RUF. It's like the, one of the biggest terrorist organizations in africa no i know but every time you bring up africa my next thought is do we need that continent on this earth like what 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 do we need from there right i mean isn't there a part of you that's like why does that even exist one of the nice one of the nice one of the nicer countries in africa is algeria right okay and our cab driver in Chicago was Algerian. He goes, I had to get the fuck out of here <laughs> 31 years ago. He was not happy. And it hasn't gotten better. So. No, no. He was so grateful no. for America. <laughs> he was like, I don't understand with all the shit closing and everything else, why we would fuck up the best country in the mm. world. And I was like, man, if we could put all the immigrants who actually escaped depression up on stage and be like, hey, man, yeah. stop doing this shit, I think it would work. Um, speaking of which, shit, they're closing down targets, man, left and right here. Yeah, there's today. another one in New York City getting closed down. God damn, this is one of the, the top stories here. So, Target is going to close nine, nine stores across four states because of theft and crime. I think this is the first one to, like, a major chain to admit what it's from. There is too much crime and theft, and we cannot keep these open anymore. Everyone else has been like, oh, no, there's not enough people shopping in this area. No, they're fucking stealing is what they're Mm -hmm. doing. Um, So where are these at? That's a lot. So, okay, one of them is in uh, the Harlem neighborhood of New York City. Let's see. They're going to shut our Seattle, Portland, San Francisco. And it's on October 21st. Uh, October 21st? Okay. Nine fucking stores. God damn Yeah, so let's see. In the spring, Target executives said they expected inventory shrink, which they attributed to, in large part to theft and organized retail crime to reduce the company's profitability by more than $500 million. Shit, dude. When I read shit like this, the only thing that scares me is that if all stores just go away because of crime and theft and all this other shit... We're just ordering shit to our house from Amazon. No, and no, no, no. We'll have government stores. We'll have government stores. <laughs> That's never going to happen. No, you get way. your little fucking, uh, instead of getting paid money, you'll start to get paid tickets, like drink tickets at a fucking shitty event. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm serious. This is how, this <laughs> no, is how it's no, worked. Dan, Dan's absolutely right. This it, is how it's worked before. And I want to ask him a question. Is there an opportunity for small business mom and pop stores to come back during this time period? If they can then protect their goods, can, can they make up this this uh, in, margin of error where the big box stores are able to push them out just by not having their store shoplifted? They have to recreate the uh, 
the supply chain to be able to support that locally. But yeah, that and you would have to be able to afford the rents of these targets and things like that. Which when you're that, I mean, when you're dealing with that, that many square fuck, footage, fuck, fuck rents, just buy yeah, property. Well, if they if they can afford it, because um, in these places, if you're looking at it, New York, that ain't cheap. Seattle, that ain't cheap. San Francisco, that's definitely not cheap. I don't no, know what they're going to do with that much land other than apartment, you know, apartments or, or high rises or condos or something like that. Um, well, why would they need all that? And that's like, well, they're not going to build, building, building more in cities is not going to fucking solve anything. So it's so only going to make the problem worse. One of the things that is happening here, uh, if you're just driving down 290, uh, they started building and I was asking my wife about this, um, as we were driving back from the airport, I said, what, what is going in here? Do you know? And she was like, well, it's going to be housing. So it'll be either condos or apartments and then little retail stores underneath them. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be smaller, you know, 600 to 700 square foot stores. And, you and you're out, you're out of your mind if you fucking live in a place like that. <clears throat> I, I agree. But this is what's popping up everywhere because to buy it, when we went through this in Wilmington, actually, uh, there was a Kmart that was there and all the Kmarts uh, went out of business and they still have not replaced that gigantic fucking spot because mm-hmm. nobody has enough money to come in and buy out the the, the space so of a, a large a urban development and like target and city flight like st louis has gone through this i think that's why bob was picking up the airport and this has been a major problem through a bunch of u.s cities like to to take over those leases and those buildings and redevelop them into something else takes tons of money and like tons huge amounts of like organization and planning usually unfortunately from the government or for some or, or some you know black rock kind of place when me and dan were in new york though when i was kind of talking about is there's just street merchants mm-hmm. some of them are selling like certain goods some of them are selling home goods some of them are selling hardware like hats hats yep. like it's just little trinkets like you can't afford rent so i'm literally just gonna plop up here beside this condemned building or this shut down building because there's no one who's gonna call the cops on me and just sell stuff yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll go through it here. So uh, the ones that are actually closing here, 117th Street in New York, uh, that's way up there. Uh, I know where that's at. Nah, not the greatest area. Uh, Seattle, Washington, I don't think it's a shock there. University Way, it says. Um, is, that, is University of Washington there? Yes, uh, it is. UW is in Seattle, although you know, I don't know how long that street is. Okay, you know gotcha. I, mean? like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's on campus or if it's like you know five miles away. Sure. Uh, next one up, another one in Seattle. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this is Northwest Market Street in Seattle, Washington. Uh, the next one is Folsom Street in San Francisco. I know where that is. San Francisco is out. Uh, next one is Oakland. This is out by uh, your way. This is on uh, 2650 Broadway. Uh, yeah, that's about three blocks from uh, where I used to live. Okay. Nice area. Seriously. It's, so that's a nice area. And they're it's, shutting it's, down there. It's, it's uptown Oakland, yeah. People are... I mean, uptown, like, so Piedmont Avenue is four blocks from there, basically, I think. Do you know how pissed my <clears> wife <throat> and everybody in the neighborhood would be if we lost the fucking Target over here? I mean, that, they'd be pissed. Uh, next one up is Century Boulevard here. This is in Pittsburgh, California. I don't know where Pittsburgh, California uh, Pittsburgh is. Pittsburgh is in the Bay Area as well. It's like Oakland is here. So San Francisco and Oakland are right here. Pittsburgh's like up here. And then Livermore and Dublin are over here. Okay. So Pittsburgh's like northeast of Oakland by about 30, 35 minutes, something like that. Okay. Now here's where it gets interesting. The last three are all in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, and those are probably the last three targets that are in Portland because they closed some before and so did Costco. If you yeah. Remember. So, I mean, 
What, what are we doing? This will, this will go back to what we've been saying on the show for, for weeks here. What are we doing with these cities then? If you're closing down all this shit and you really can't open it up and there isn't enough people to afford yeah. uh, the rents to the retail or any of this stuff, they certainly aren't going to buy the land unless they're going to redevelop it. That's the attraction of a city, right, is that it's close and convenient yeah. and you have uh, big box stores you can shop at and buy all your stuff in one place. If they don't have that convenience, <clears throat> not just for the um, for the customer, by the way, but for people who take the bus or walk to work as well, if they don't have those things, then the city's over. It's, yeah, it's it's just going to become about sustaining the internal poverty of that city at that point, which means anybody who lingers that makes money is going to get butt fucked on taxes any business that stays is going to get butt fucked on taxes and by crime so people will naturally leave right and they'll call it white flight and call everybody racist yeah, so it's the 80s again but basically yeah basically at this point and so then I guess how we need another you... crime bill yeah because that's what happened right because remember all, yeah. uh, it was oh, yeah. in yeah. the, it oh, was yeah. in the um, I mean starting in like fuck dude 2005 basically everyone was like whoa moving to the city is cool again like no matter what city it was like moving downtown is where it's at uh, actually coming to Austin was really funny because this is the first downtown I've ever been to that doesn't have like a shitty part uh huh you know what I mean because it's only fucking eight square blocks right 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 like right. it's not big it's a very small downtown Whereas, like, St. Louis, it's like, yeah, wash your hands, great. Buy the stadiums, great. Mm, don't make me go up. Down. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. And with, uh, with all this shit that's happening, man, yeah, yes, it's just crime. So at this point, how are you not passing a fucking bill or, I mean, look, uh, it's pretty easy to, to say what all these cities have in common. Uh, they're all fucking Democrat cities. I don't, uh, like, you're, you're chasing out everyone and just millions and millions of dollars in taxpayer money and all that other shit like your state is going to implode at that point and nobody it seems like actually fucking cares uh but target that's a lot god damn nine stores target for christ's sakes um wouldn't surprise me if they go online soon <laughs> how many targets in the United States? targets, tons, targets, targets have uh somewhere between 150 and 200 employees depending on which store it is right so take portland alone you're you're losing close to 500 employees there out of those that's, three that, and that's that's 500 people that are lower middle class mm -hmm. right um a lot of moms, i would say mid middle class no and port in, in a big city no at target they, they make 35 to to forty five thousand a year something like that yeah, at a Target, I, I, one would imagine. And yeah, I mean, in, in anywhere else in America, that would be a middle middle class income, but not in a major city. Yeah. Especially not with eleven percent inflation or whatever it is right now. I think it's eight. I think it's somewhere between eight and ten now because it went down two points. I mm -hmm. think, but yeah, it's it's. And you can <clears throat> you can check that on a there's inflation calculator websites where you can put the two cities in and see. Or see what it, how it stacks up against the national average as well, if you can look into that. Yeah. Uh, I, we talked about the writer's strike ending, so we would uh, chat a little bit more about it once we had some details here. You know, whenever they announce a deal, it's all smiles and laughs and giggles, but I was like, dude, I, I guarantee you the writers lost something big. Uh, one of the, the deal points are finally starting to come out here today. Hollywood studios can train AI models on writers' work under the new tentative deal. So it was a three-year deal. I mean, this is almost word for word what I said fucking eight months ago. They're going to have to give up shit. One of them is going to be the AI. And then in three years, as they're learning the AI, as this gets better and better and better, 
then you can go back to the table and wipe this out completely. I mean, this is just a slow roll of uh, of trying to get rid of everybody. But this is the first union that I can recall that has actually got AI in the fucking language there. Yeah. I'm assuming this will go with everything else uh, at a certain point. Isn't Biden out marching with somebody today for... Auto workers. Auto workers. Um, and aren't they trying to... To get robots and shit to, uh, to every, get rid of those jobs now, Every too? politician is out marching with them. Josh Hawley was out there yesterday in Missouri marching at the Missouri plant. It's not really... Uh, every, everybody's getting their pictures taken. For sure. What's, yeah. uh, what's the crux of it, though, Bob? You know, I haven't read much about it. I, I, to, to be totally honest, I really don't know what they're striking over. But I, I have seen every politician on Earth. Well, here, here's what they might be striking over. Remember that... Uh, <clears throat> so, Obama people will say that he saved the auto industry. I'm sure you've heard this before mm-hmm. because of the, of essentially bailing out the auto companies, um, particularly ones that were unionized with UAW. But you know, one of the side effects of that bailout was that their pensions got slashed. Yes. Right? So we can pay the pensions for 27,000 people in Ukraine, but not for our own goddamn auto workers this is essentially the message being sent there. But um, <clears throat> now it's getting back to that point again. There are a lot of like car salesmen did okay because they manufactured a lot of sales that shouldn't have existed by buying up newly purchased vehicles and reselling them again just to keep revenue flowing and stuff like that. But for automakers, it didn't work that way. Once those chips from Taiwan stopped coming, they fucking had layoffs, obviously, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, and it, that in confluence with all of the uh, the new robotics and shit like that, obviously, it's going to displace some workers and they're not going to get paid what they think they deserve. Yeah. Uh, but that, that, that's, I don't understand that. <clears throat> the market is what it is. People will pay a certain amount of money for a product. Right. And then there are from the, from the production side all the way to the sales side, there are taxes each along the way, not necessarily government taxes, but somebody's getting a piece each time that thing changes hands. And, the corporations have a, a, a minimum net revenue goal that they want to hit. So that's how the market works. And if you, it's just like that, uh, the, uh, the Richmond, North of Richmond kid. Um, people are very naive about how the economy works. It's like, well, we'll just strike and, and demand more money. It's like, okay, well, you're going to kill your industry yeah. by doing that. Yep. That's fucking dumb. Don't do that. Uh, and that's what they're doing right now. They're going to kill the car industry again. Again, and uh, Bob was right. So Trump has been there. Biden's been there. Oh, yeah. Every politician has been there. They're all begging for votes. That, right. It's, it's that right. time of year, right? It's the working man shit. Yeah. It's the Springsteen working man that you're trying to uh, to kiss ass to. But uh, it says the strike has grown to 8,600, uh, 18,600 to 146,000 auto workers were striking this week. Um Three facilities to 41 now total here. What are they hoping to get out of this at the end of the day? Because I feel like everybody's going on strike these days. Uh, <clears throat> video games went on strike last night for actors and shit like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, it seems like every industry is going on strike. Money. Yeah, but is this all a fight against AI? No, or it's just a, not lifting wages high enough? It's, it's a fight against... Uh, a couple of things, a really shitty economy that's starting to hurt people. And they, it, it's, th- this is how fucking stupid people are. Just generally speaking, they will blame the business 
for reacting to the market instead of the asshole old senile cunt who's in office who's fucked up the economy, mm -hmm. right? Like all these uh, uh, union people be like, man, the fucking greedy corporations and blah, blah, blah. Like, and yeah, sure, that's true sometimes. 100% mm -hmm. it's true sometimes. But a business is designed to make money. And when senile old cunts fuck up the economy and they stop making money, well, guess what? You're the one that loses. It's always the worker that loses. Right, so maybe you should pay a little bit more attention to who you're fucking voting for, asshole. And and when you when you go into these uh, companies, a lot of these companies are saying, "Look, here's what our bottom line is. Mm -hmm. Where do you want this money to come from?" Because um, you do see the big salaries in the in the press and Forbes and all that stuff of like, "Well, the CEO made thirty three million dollars. All right, well, great, that was one guy. Um, but what about the rest of the company and how it's doing?" And, and all that other shit. Well, I want to talk to both of you guys about that. It's like movies, I think movies and video games mirror each other. You look at these huge Marvel movies and you can only do that. You can look at these huge AAA titles for games that you can only do that to make money on. And if one of those fails, it's such a massive hit. Like you spend all that money because those feel like the for sure things. Those feel like the for sure revenue generators. And when one, like it, it's, you can't have this operational method of like never missing. You're going to miss eventually. Well, cars feel like uh, movies to me in a way of if you don't create one cool one that sells a shit ton of these things, then you're kind of fucked as a company. I'll go to I'll just start with Ford. Um, those Broncos, in my opinion, are dope as fuck. They look cool as shit. Uh, I had one immediately. Another dealer called back in and said, hey, we'll give you 15 above MSRP. I was like, great, because I had a newborn and I couldn't fit the newborn in the back seat of it, right? That was kind of the end of it. But now everywhere I go, I was one of the first person to get it. I see that Bronco out everywhere. Mm. One would imagine their, their sales have been great and it has completely lifted that company and everything else. But who else has come out with other cars that have really hit like that in a major way in the last couple years? Uh, the, the electric shit still isn't rolled out to everybody yet. Uh, so all the people that pre-ordered that bullshit aren't getting those in mass. And the ones that are coming out aren't enough to pay for yeah. all these auto workers. So where is this money supposed to come from? I don't know. From? They're asking for a 36% pay increase across four years. It's a, it's a big boy number right there. Yeah. So uh, Stellantis, who owns uh, Jeep Chrysler, Dodge Ram, all that shit, um, <clears throat> and Maserati, Peugeot, they offered a 21% increase, and that was rejected. This is delusional on behalf. They're 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 gonna they're gonna. All of these people are gonna get fired or laid off within the next five years. One hundred percent. Like they, there will be no human being involved in the production of automobiles soon. I was gonna say so. It, going back to the writer strike thing, and this is the first time that I've seen a contract that actually implemented AI into it. Don't you think that most of these strikes that are going on, they're just kind of stretching this out? three to four more years with mm -hmm. a new deal just so they can perfect the shit that's actually going to come in and replace all yeah. these people's jobs. Well, they're trying. Yeah. So that's what the, that's what the manufacturers are doing. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, the workers are trying to squeeze moisture out of a stone. They, it, this is the same as the mining industry and all kinds of other, uh, textile industries that have faded away, um, in America. Not one strike has been able to maintain an industry that the market no longer needed. Mm -hmm. Not one ever in the history of human beings and not one ever will. This is, this is, instead of this, frankly, they should be looking for different jobs. It, and and 
Hashtag learn to code. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's I, like, I, yeah, th- it's the, this is just the left whining and complaining about, uh, because it's a union now instead of coal miners. Nobody gave a fuck about coal miners. Learn to code, you little bitch. Mm-hmm. What are you, some kind of fucking Luddite? You can't do technology. Right, right, but right, these motherfuckers, right. this is not a technology job. They're fucking stamping metal parts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like learn learn something new. Or, or <clears throat> the, the thing they could... Going on strike wouldn't help, but a mass exodus would help because it would, for, it would force wages to go up, right? That's, yes. that's the way you do it. Um, striking is not going to do anything. All it's going to do is... is all it's going to do, so let's say the net revenue for this company, um, Stellantis, is 60% a year, right? And they're going to lose 10 or 15% of that now because of these. Whatever raise happens to be, it's going to be somewhere between 10 and 20% of their net revenue is probably going to vanish, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you do as a company that plans on existing for the next 100 years? A publicly traded company, right, with a fiduciary responsibility to your shareholders. You're going to spend the money you would have spent on marketing or employee benefits or whatever, because all that shit's going to get cut down. Not, not the, the realized benefits that are in the contract, but like work stuff at the workplace, like mm-hmm. food, water and shit like that. Fuck you. Yeah. Like no more breaks, whatever. They're going to start spending that money on making sure that tech gets built quicker so they can get these motherfuckers out of there. Yeah. Like you're not entitled to a job in the fucking business you're in right now. You're not entitled to that. You you provide including us. Yeah, yeah. Like, you it's, provide it's, labor and a service, and if people stop wanting it or stop valuing it, you're gone. There's nothing you can do. It's yeah. just the way it is. You're not entitled to this shit. So going on strike and throwing a fucking tantrum, we're not getting paid enough. Nobody's fucking getting paid enough. There's twelve twelve percent inflation right now relative to when a, uh, Biden took office. Twelve percent mm-hmm. right now. Uh, more so for food and shit, groceries right. are up higher. I think it's like twenty percent. But right? that's what's affecting all of us. Yeah. So. It is affecting everybody. So what they're going to do is like, well, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to go on strike. Maybe vote better. Maybe, maybe tell your union to stop endorsing people who butt fuck our economy every time they get in office. Mm-hmm. Maybe do that, right? Instead of trying to spread your problems to everybody else. Yeah, because I'm, I'm reading this uh, statement here from Biden today because he's, uh, he's with the union. He says, you know, on the first day of the strike... Uh, these these UAW workers deserve a contract that sustains them deserve. in the middle class. Deserve. They deserve. Fuck you. You don't deserve shit in life. You get what you fucking get. Right? Hey, like yeah, you yeah. get what you fucking work for. That's it. You don't, you don't fucking deserve shit in life. I don't know what the fuck these people think they're doing. Uh, now, the statement from them is saying, we, we agree uh, that people deserve a raise and, and everything else. Uh, whoever represents the, the union uh, or the the autos uh, auto companies, I guess, and said, uh, "Here are the facts: twenty one point four percent compounded wage increase, uh, one billion dollars in retirement security benefits they have offered, inflation protection measures, job security, and more." But why should a company offer inflation protection measures? That's what I don't get, and that's why I brought it up. If it doesn't exist, if inflation doesn't exist, and we're not in a recession and everything else, why would you even offer that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like. When things are down, everybody is down. And when things are up, everybody's up. Mm-hmm. 
And now you're looking for somebody to blame. And him- well, they're looking for somebody to subsidize their own incompetence. Right. Like you, right. You, you, you voted for, and it's the same thing with these liberal assholes in major cities who are losing their grocery stores and are getting fucking uh, uh, crime as this rampant illegal immigrants are starting to show up. It's the same thing. You fucking voted for it. So mm-hmm. enjoy. Uh, yeah. Uh, right? Trump has promised to raise their wages as well. Yeah. Well, he's not really a conservative, is he? Trump is just a fucking ego. He's not a politician. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's, he's absolutely a, he's a politician. A, he's just a dude. No, he's, he's not just a, just a dude. He, he's a businessman. He's a megalomaniac who loves the sound of his own fucking voice. That's all he is, right? Same here. Same here. I love it. I love, that's why I keep the earphones on real he's tight. He's a terrible human being. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, the, these people, again, that shows you these people will say anything to get elected. Yeah, of course they the will. Fact that, the fact that politicians from both sides are descending on automobile manufacturers as though this is some kind of fucking entitlement like america makes cars so i should be able to fucking send my kids to high school for free and then fucking they can make cars for the rest of their life and 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 be an upper middle class person for it are you fucking kidding me creative destruction has existed longer than this country has yeah man i i with all of this it feels like we're just again just kicking the Kicking the can down it's, the road. Just, uh, just a few more years. Just a few more it, it, years. My look, life belongs at I don't like when, when corporations are greedy, when dudes get golden parachutes. I don't like when... Um, uh, I don't like the fact that, this, that wage stagnation has been going on for the last 40 years, that uh, CEO salaries are now like 3,000% higher than their employees. I don't like any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't that that if you want to fucking argue about that about capping CEO salaries or something like that, that's your, that is your right to do, I suppose. But you're not in like it's not going to work, and it's not like I don't think you're entitled to more money. Uh, uh, not entitled. It's not like I don't think you deserve uh, to be paid well for the work you do. But if the work you do doesn't warrant being paid well for it anymore, that is your problem that you need to fix. Mm-hmm. Right, and if you let the government fix it, well, we've seen how they fix things. Right, right. the unions are going to sell you out. The fucking leadership of unions will sell your ass out in a fucking heartbeat, and that that dude will become a lobbyist for some company, some other company. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's how it fucking works. This it always our, works. And it, the the issue is that <clears throat> not who deserves what, or I don't think people are bad for believing in this or that. It won't work, and it'll destroy the car industry. It'll, it'll, it'll either destroy it or make, it'll nationalize it, which is way worse. Because it, it became quasi-nationalized a couple of years ago when Obama bailed them out. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I, shit, man. I, I guess we'll see what happens. The, the EV thing, though, has had to have thrown a wrench in all this shit. Um, simply because there's, there's not enough outlets. There's not enough fucking plugs in all these other cities. That was their big push of like, oh, here, here's our new vehicle. Yeah. And all the car companies sunk their money into this. And they still haven't come out. Or people aren't buying them. Uh, the the that Ford Lightning thing, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck it was, they slashed prices down yeah. to like fifty grand to that. Well, when dude, so like when people, when dudes came back from World War II with the GI Bill and the VA home loan and shit like that, they didn't like. Not one motherfucker was like, "I'm going to be this, and I deserve to be this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to college and become a fucking. Uh, I'm going to make uh, something. I'm going to make this product, or I'm going to fucking start a business and sell this product." They didn't think like that. They're like, okay, what kind of job can I find that'll yeah, provide yeah. for my family? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And hopefully it's something you like. And right? it isn't like you shouldn't kowtow to certainly not the government. Fuck the government. It shouldn't even exist. But you shouldn't kowtow to corporations or businesses or your employer or anything like that either. But you do sh- you should spend a little bit of time understanding the situation around you. Do you know what I mean? And flailing around and going on strike and all this shit, demanding more, uh, cutting deeper into the net revenue of an already struggling organization. That ain't it, bud. It's never worked in the history of fucking human beings. It'll and it never will work either. It never will work. So what's going to happen is they'll sign this deal. They'll they'll reach some middle ground and sign a deal where they'll get what? Let's call it. They want 36. The company wants to give them 22, right? So they'll get 27. Right. Meet in the middle, 27 and a half, and then, 28. Then the, then the companies will lay off enough people to make that number at the end the same. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what will happen. Yeah, I agree. And then that'll be it. And you, so, so basically, those of you who have seniority, you'll fucking keep your job and get a little bit more money, and then a bunch of people are going to get laid off. That's what's going to happen. Kids, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 40% off. 40% off the bundle package. It's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. The, the, the split king is the most popular version over there. If you miss the 50% off special, well, I don't know how long the uh, the 40% special is going to be in there. I don't know that, okay? So you got to go and take advantage of these deals while they last or else it changes and then you're screwed. But 40% is still a massive savings over there. Uh, love the adjustable base and the mattress. Uh, had it for many, many years at this point. And uh, once you have it, you can't go back. Now, if you already have an adjustable base and you're saying, Ross... Dang it, I just need a mattress or some sheets or some pillows or a weighted blanket, maybe a new mattress for my RV, which they're making now. How much am I going to get off with that? It's promo code Drinking Bros for 30% off. 30% off. Why? 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 Load up the cart. As high as it'll go, when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit. When you check that box, all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. So guess what? If you put 60 items in that cart, still getting 30 to 40% off no matter what. And then boom, stretch it out over three years. You're good to go, and you can sleep like a little tiny king or queen at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros next up you know it's going to be a good time when you hear this name yes our old friends at diet smoke return to the party for those of you that are new to thc let me break it down for you homeboy homeboy diet smoke crafts their premium thc gummies from a hundred percent american grown hemp that's the fucking good stuff all right you're getting high this is real weed All right, it's real American fucking weed is what I'm saying here. Here's the best part. They got variety packs. So they got the perfect gummy out there for the first timer or the seasoned veteran. I take the 10 milligrams. I take one every single night. We all know it's not a secret on the show. I've had a hard time sleeping for pretty much my entire life. Take one of these little guys and I'm good to go. I don't go past a 10 very often unless I'm pushing it. I'll have a 20. But... For some of you out there, you fucking weed heads, dude, that's not enough. doesn't matter. Diet, diet Smoke makes uh, higher ones. They got 25 milligrams, 50, 75, 100 milligrams, 125, and a 150 out there. They also make uh, gummies 
with melatonin in them and CBD. Uh, so if you're if you're trying to get to be a little sleepy bear like me, those are the ones I take. Those are the purple ones. They come in a nice little purple package. Those are fun. They also make ones with caffeine as well. And uh, D'Anthony, I believe they just started to do like a, a dip product with those. It was sent to the office. I have not yeah. tried it it's, yet. I, so. It's pouches. It's pouches. Yeah. Okay. And it's got so THC in it? If you need nicotine and THC at the same time, there you go. Right. Shit. So if you're somebody that uses um, THC not to sleep necessarily, but uh, uh, I, the, the metaphor I use is uh, 45 and 70, whatever, 72 RPM yeah. uh, records. Mm-hmm. Like they spend at different R- RPM revolutions per minute. That's what it means. Some people's brains spin at the wrong one. And yeah. that kind of shit helps you bring it down a little bit. If you're one of those people that you know uses functional cannabis during the day uh, and you also like the energy and uh, nootropic uh, benefits from nicotine then you'll enjoy those okay yeah all you got to do is go to dietsmoke.com use promo code drinking bros for 15 percent off uh that is dietsmoke.com 15 percent off over there love those guys it doesn't matter where you live they ship to all 50 states and it's it's weed i mean it's actual weed now if you're out there and you got to take a drug test and shit know that you're gonna piss hot there is thc in these products and also remember you got to be 21 years or older to purchase Enjoy responsibly and cheers to dietsmoke.com. You're going to get 15% off with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. Next up, what do we got here? We got HelloFresh. Hello. HelloFresh. Good to see you. This is HelloFresh.com slash Drinking Bros 50. We're going to use the code Drinking Bros 50 for 50% off plus 15% off. The next two months over there. All right. Talk about ghost bed all the time. Have that. Talk about diet smoke. I have that every single day. I also have HelloFresh every single night. This is what I eat. Um, Everybody who comes to my house is the same thing. They're like, dude, everything you say on the show is literally in your house. Yeah, dude, because it's the best shit. We vet these companies. I love these goddamn companies. Uh, Look, with the, the food prices through the roof, if you're going grocery shopping right now and looking at your grocery bill saying, holy fuck, how do I get this down and still eat healthy? Go to HelloFresh, dude. Um, HelloFresh just ships it right to your house. Mine come every single Monday morning. Uh, it's, in a, it's in a box packed with ice. It's nice and cool. I pop it in the fridge, and I'm good to go. I got over 40 recipes there, uh, so I can choose from anything. They got seasonal recipes. If you are vegan, if you're keto, if you're just going meats across the board, you can do all that. You can do all the fun stuff over there. Uh, and they've also got like stuff for breakfasts if you want or snacks and, and everything else. I do the dinners. Um, I'm usually here all day and, uh, and I do the dinners. My wife cooks them every single night. The recipes are great. Last night, what did I have? I had the bell peppers. It was a bell pepper Euro special. It's, uh, it had bell pepper. And then inside of that was ground beef, but the ground beef was, uh, that lamb meat. So it was a nice little Euro. And then they had the little Euro sauce that went on top of it carb free it was amazing that's what jesse made me last night i really do eat this shit every single night by the way uh and it's rad and it's enough for for the family so you can order it by groups like me and my wife order it because the kids are still eating like chicken nuggets and, and mac and cheese and shit so we just get it for two every single night and we order five a week we eat it five nights a week and it's super easy each recipe takes between 15 and 20 minutes to make 
You can do it at home, and you'll look like a great parent. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 and use the code Bros 50 for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Again, that is go to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 Use the code Bros 50 for 50% off plus 15% off your next two months. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Last but not least... We got firstform.com slash drinking bros. Go get your micro factors and have the chance to be drinking bro of the month with every single order. Fun story about last month, though. The guy turned it down. Uh, we did it two months ago. The guy was great. Uh, remember that guy, D'Anthony? He was uh, in the UPS. They were, they were, those guys were heading on strike for a while. And, uh, and then they, they said no at the last minute. Uh, the last guy the last month we called, he goes, hey, bro. I don't think I can do this show anymore. He goes, it was great, but I, I can't. I goes, I love the microfactors. I love First Form and all that stuff, but I can't come on the show. And I understand it. Why? It's just <clears throat> too, it was a little too intense, he thought. He goes, look, man, I could lose my job. And I go, mm. that's a very real possibility. Yeah. So if you don't want to, you don't have to. Uh, but just know we are doing that. So if you go to firstform.com slash drinking bros, uh, and order some of these micro factors. Uh, what they do is they just send us a list of who it is, and uh, boom, we'll bring you on the show for a full fucking show, dude. We're doing Drinking Bro of the Month. Uh, now, if you choose to decline it, that's up to you. All right. I had a nice long conversation with this gentleman, lovely man, and he said, I don't want to do that anymore. I thought about it, and I was like, that's smart. How are the micro factors? He goes, I love them. They're great. You guys don't lie on the show. We try not to. Look, we value uh, your hard-earned dollars just as everybody else. So if we didn't take this shit in real life, dude, I wouldn't push it off on you. Uh, these microfactors are amazing. It's a little tiny bag of vitamins, uh, so you can get rid of all the bottles and all the bullshit from GNC. It just comes in a little plastic pouch. It's got antioxidants, multivitamins, probiotics, the CoQ10s, uh, the essential fatty acids, and the fruits and veggies. They're all fucking good over there. Uh, their energy drinks are amazing over there. Huge fan. Uh, they sell them at my Gold's Gym up the street, too. And uh, the protein sticks are amazing. Those breakfast sausages, said it a thousand times, are the best in the biz over there. They're doing it right over at First Form. So go to firstform.com slash drinking bros. Free shipping on orders over $75 uh, when you use that link. Uh, this will also, by the way, take you to a Drinking Bros favorites page uh, with a few products on it, and uh, you can take uh, products off of there and, uh, and and say, hey, dude, I love these. Let us know. Hit us up. Again, the energy drinks are badass. The protein sticks are badass, but we also know that you have your own favorites, and they have endless shit on there. There will never be a need to go to GNC over there. Uh, so just pop on over to firstform.com slash Bros. Uh, we've got some ones earmarked. Uh, you will too, and uh, and let us know what you like over there. Seventy five dollars off. Uh, no, seventy five. When you orders over seventy five dollars, you get uh, free shipping. That's what it is. Way to go, Ross. And uh, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours in, in L.A. last night, uh, who does. He's a crew guy. Does behind the scenes shit. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, how are you getting through all this or whatever? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, unemployment and everything else. I'm like. Are you just not going to leave at this point? It's been five months or just do something else. And he was like, no, no, man, I think I'm going to stay. Because once it does come back, you know, it's pretty fun and the money's good. And I was like, but how long is that going to last for? And he's like, I don't really know. Uh, the best advice I can give everybody is learn to pivot to something else in case something like this happens 
or your job will be gone. I remember when they got rid of DVDs in, you know, essentially 2015-ish or whatever, and I looked at my production company and was like, oh, shit, we're fucked uh, at this point because we were reliant on the, uh, the, the hard good number of <laughs> DVDs and all that shit, and uh, you had to switch to something else. And uh, podcasts looked like it would be a fun thing at the time, and it was, and it's it's worked out well for now. But who's to say there won't be something else in the future coming on down the road? So you got to prepare for it. Um, but the more and more everybody keeps striking and hoping that these jobs are going to come back or they're going to keep everybody, because I'm with you, I think they'll just end up making cuts. The rich aren't going to stop being more rich. They're just going to cut somewhere else. And chances are it'll be somebody else's jobs later on down the road. And then they'll meet in the middle, kick the can down the road until they can get everything in place. For the auto industry, it's probably you know robots and shit who are building all these cars. For Hollywood, it'll be AI and everything else. And then your real problem will be in, uh, in 10 years or in schools and everywhere else. Yes, they'll teach you how to code and it'll just be a, a new generation of shit. There was somebody on our show that was talking about that. Uh, and I asked him about the future of it. Uh, remember that guy? And he said, uh, he goes, no, I don't think it, it'll change. Oh, it was, uh, I think it was Michio Kaku, uh, who was talking about the supercomputers and mm. all that stuff. And I go, well, that changed. He goes, no, it's just people are just going to have to learn how to do that job instead of, you know, the other job they were doing. And he's probably correct in that. Uh, but the scary thing is with the targets and all that other shit at the top. And there's a ton of businesses, by the way, after COVID that just stayed home and you could work from home. People aren't going to leave their houses anymore or leave their apartments or whatever. Your shit's just going to get shipped to you. Your job is just going to be inside your house. You'll barely go outside for fucking sunlight and all that other shit. And uh, that's what worries me. You're describing me. all my LA friends. I, You're literally describing all of my video editor friends, all everyone right now. Everyone, man. And like, they're like just living just... out of their house, dude. Post, yeah, Postmates is, is feeding them. Um, you know, they might do their own laundry. They might have a laundry service. The amount of fucking cards I get here or, or, or in, in my mailbox about uh, somebody just picking up your laundry off your porch and then just dropping that <laughs> off. Like, here, Here's a good way to fucking figure out if the industry you're in is going to persist. Ask yourself if you're providing value to the customers of the company or if you're providing value to the owner of the company. And if it's the latter, then you need to find a new fucking job. Right. If you're in tech, you need to find a new fucking job. Yes. You know what I mean? Because that shit's going to fucking ebb and flow quite a bit over the next couple of years. I mean, look, Facebook's laid off 24,000, I think, in the mm. last two years, mm -hmm. and then 12,000 additional from Google. It's like, that's, that's fucking a lot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> for, for a somewhat limited industry, like, you have to have a degree to be in that industry, certainly. Uh, that's a lot. I mean, fuck, man. It's 50, a lot. Essentially, 50,000 people in the last two years have been laid off from those kind of jobs. It's, this, a, it's a lot, but I wonder how many of those were should have been there in the first place. Because those tech companies went on bananas hiring. Oh, you know so I, I, hey, Bob, so there was yeah. a buddy of mine uh, who works at Google, and I asked him right when those layoffs happened, those last ones, what was it 12,000? Mm -hmm. um, and I said, hey, out of those 12,000, how many of those people should have been laid off? And he goes, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know what they did in the first place, a lot of those guys. Um, and people were just hiring to, for all these other crazy jobs and I mean, all this other shit. Twitter went from 7,500 employees to uh, 1,500, allegedly. Right, right, right. And I didn't notice that fucking change in no, the service. No, no one so did. That's not great. But this also reminds me of the last recession <laughs> we were in, in uh, fuck, you know, 08 and mm. 09 and all that stuff. Uh, same thing in our production company. Like, we had to slim down and get rid of people. And then as the, the recession started to ease, 
me and my partners looked at each other and we were like, well, do we really need those people? Like, you know, looking mm-hmm. at it later, two, two years, three years down the road, where we were like, shit, maybe we should, shouldn't have had those people at all. And we didn't know. And they, those jobs never came back. Yeah. Um, you're right. They never came back at the end of and it. And look, I mean, look, we're not fucking, uh, we're not soothsayers here. Nobody knows the future, but you got to be, like, the most important thing to be is resilient, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to figure out a way, like hey, what, what happens? And you, this is something that should extend to the way you're ready for catastrophe as well. Not just for, you know, I, I, losing your job certainly sucks, but what happens if the power goes out for the next month? Can you survive? Yeah. Without refrigerated yeah, yeah, food? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you. I, it's, most it's most thinking, people it's cannot. thinking about it. Correct. Yeah, most people cannot fucking. If, if the lights go out, how long do you have before before you can? You have to go start getting fucking wild. You know what I mean? Um, there was an article written about it, and I think they said three days. They go, yeah. hey, you give people three days, yep. they will go banana dick. And there's a lot of easy ways to handle that. By the way, you can go. You can buy the cheapest beef jerky you can find mm-hmm. somewhere, and then buy a bunch of lard, right? And then melt the lard. Pour it into the beef jerky with some dried blueberries, grind it all up, and then make it into bars. That's called pemmican, and it will last unrefrigerated for fifteen years. No shit. Yes. And how how much is in that? How does one make a pemmican bar? I just told you. No, I know, but but how does one wrap it up, seal it? Like, what do you? What would just you do? However you want. Do you have to refrigerate it? No. You can just keep it, it can, out. It can. It is shelf stable for at, at a minimum of fifteen years. No shit. Yeah. If I go to your house, do you have that one of your one on one of your shelves? Really? <laughs> Next time I come over, I'm going to look for that shit. Yeah. It's actually, uh, Elise uh, said it's disgusting. It's not. It's really good. Is it? Especially the more blueberries you add, the better it is, too. Okay. And you can add other spices and shit like that, but I, I try to keep it simple. Elise, so Elise is getting wild in the chat here? No. No, no. She okay, was just saying that, that that's gross. It might <clears throat> not be. No, it's good. I'll get down on blueberries and shit like for that. For real. You just like, you, you, can dehy- you can buy meat yourself, too. And then dehydrate it, and then just put it into a food processor and sh- grind it down to like fucking powder, basically, right? Uh-huh. And then mix it with fucking lard and, and blueberries, and then it'll it'll be available for any time between now and the next fifteen years. All right, it's delicious. I think uh, I think eventually. Well, I think I'll say within one to two years. I think with with all the shit that we're talking about all the way around, I think people are getting fed up with it, and you're starting to see it more and more. And because of social media and because of phones and all that shit, uh, you're going to get more and more videos of people fighting back against the shit that's causing all Mm. of this. Uh, So two things happened in the last 24 hours that I saw. Uh, We talked about the immigration uh, yesterday on fake news. Um, Did you see the people that were getting arrested in Staten Island? Uh, no, I try not to pay any attention to Staten Island. I don't either, right? So, Bob, pull up, uh, go to Twitter and pull up uh, Staten Island. So, uh, they're trying to send buses of immigrants into Staten Island, and those motherfuckers weren't having it. Well, dude. so Staten Island is like where all the cops from New York City live. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. All of the cops yeah. from New York City live in Staten Island because they sure as shit can't afford it. Uh, to live in New York, New York City. City. No, right? no, 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 uh, no. Yeah. Also, the Impractical Jokers live in Staten Island. So Do they really? Just, Good for them. Well, not really. <laughs> well, it depends, man. I look, it's it's yeah. a, it's a vibe. No, to, Mer- to quote Delco, Mer's house is dope. Staten Island is definitely a vibe where the the people who live there absolutely love it, and they also don't want outsiders there who don't think like yeah. them and everything else. So it's it's definitely a vibe. Mer- Mer's it's house, it's an old is, school vibe. Mer's house is dope. 
I'll give him that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nice. Have I ever said Staten Island is quote unquote a vibe? No, but I think you would if you if you've been there. It remind you know what it reminds me of it's Delco. It's like uh it's probably Delco in New York, you know? It is. It it's is. a gritty it's a good hour outside the city. It's it's it takes time to get out there. And if you're if you're out there and you fuck around, you're certainly gonna find out out in Staten, Staten Island, I can promise you that. So yeah, man, they they tried to stop these buses coming in. Uh, a bunch of them got arrested for it, and they were like, "Fuck you! We're not bringing immigrants into Staten Island because uh, that would, f- I mean, holy shit, that would fuck up that community." <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think people are starting to fight back. The other one that I saw was on uh, that DC Drano account. Uh, I know. I think has he been on the show before? Or was he on your show? He definitely would not be on mine. I, I think he was on years and years ago on Drinking Bros. Maybe. Actually, me and Jared. J- I, Jared knows him. Yeah, yeah I think I'm, so. I'm not a fan. He's a grifter, but uh, but either way, he was he posted footage of uh, some shoplifters. Uh, uh, Bob, do you have that footage from Staten Island there? Uh, the, I mean, there's a bunch of I don't know which tons. one you're talking about. I just pop up any of it. That one's fine right there. Um. I'm fucking did you ever think you would do this in your life? You see this? This is uh, America. Hilarious hearing a guy with an Italian accent say that. Oh, yeah. Who's chanting move back, by the way? Is that the police or is that them? That's uh, ludicrous. Is it? That would be, that would be move, move, bitch. bitch. That would you think the police bitch. have to pay him a royalty if they use that song? Probably. If you're singing it in unison. Maybe. Get out the way. Get, get out the way, done, bitch. Though. Get out the way. Uh, but if you go to that DC Drano guy's account on Instagram, Bob, uh, there was also people fighting back during shoplifting where they're like, man, fuck this guy. A, a guy walked in. Same thing as uh, we've shown over the last few weeks. No mask on whatsoever. And was just like, you know what? I'm just going to sh- steal shit from this store. And then finally two dudes. Yeah, you can pop it up. This is the video, Bob. They were just like, no, we're not doing that here. Two dudes wailed on him. You're not fucking stealing shit. We're putting it no, back. No, they just stopped him. Yep. Um, they should have taken his shoes as well. Well, it got close here towards the end. <laughs> yeah, just send that guy on down the road with no shoes. Here's the wild thing is they ripped all the shit out of the guy's hand, and he still was going back to try to steal more shit. Yeah, and you know what the funny thing is? As long as it's not over, I think it depends on the state, but if it's not over $2,000. Yeah, this is security, by the way. Yeah. So No, no, this is not. These are not random people. These are security guys. Oh, these are actual yes. uh, loss prevention. Loss prevention guys? Yeah, so these are not two citizens. And, and this is what they're trying Trying to stop in California. Okay, that that makes more sense. This oh. is what they're trying to stop in California oh. is hiring these guys there to do it. This is great technique. The dude had a single leg. He had a bear hug initially, like, and then he's chasing after the dude. So is that a police? It looks like a police officer in yellow there, Bob. Uh, that's probably a uniform security, Are, if I had to guess, but who knows? Great rear body lock. Let's see if you lift him. But yeah, you can see this guy's got a, a walkie-talkie on. There we go. So why aren't we? Why aren't we doing more of this? And why are we passing bills in California? They're saying that people can't protect their stores and shit. My guess is, I mean, dude, people are closing stores because of law theft. That's not like fake or anything like that. But my guess is, is that uh, most arrests for shoplifting are really boring and not going to go viral like eight black dudes running into a store and yanking a bunch of purses are. So <clears throat> anecdotally, you're not going to see loss prevention arrest at the same rate you're going to see crazy shoplifting videos. I also wonder about like the shoplifters suing them. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. What, what, what Bob, can you say that say all that again? That not, most shoplifting arrests are boring. You know, there's not gonna be a video of it to go viral. It's just like, hey, what do you do? Like it's not anecdotally you're gonna see way less people getting arrested video wise on social media than you are of seeing crazy videos of shoplifting. 
Yeah, because most of these places don't want to interdict because they're worried about getting arrested or sued I, themselves. Either they don't want to yeah. interdict, or when they do interdict, it's not like nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, mm-hmm. hey, come on, come on, come on. And the person's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, like, I've I, seen I, people get arrested for shoplifting. I've, I've managed a company that did loss prevention before, and uh, yeah, they it's, it's it's extremely rare that anybody gets prosecuted for anything. Yeah, so in this case, because we don't see the end of the video, this is what I wanted to ask you today. Do you just throw this guy out of the store because he probably wouldn't be charged anyways Like, and hope for the best that he doesn't come back? What I would do is find the nearest Italian, mm-hmm. right? And be like, hey, do you know a guy? Are you, like, <laughs> are you connected? La Cosa Nostra, can I pay you to come beat the fuck out of these dudes with baseball bats when they show up at my store? Because if the fucking cops aren't going to do it, somebody has to. I yeah. think that's what these dudes are. This dude looks like an ex-trained combat. Like he's he's done hand to hand. He does, before. man. And, like, and like, so, but this is what this is what those people in California a few weeks ago on fake news wanted to hire out there, and they're not allowed to hire them to protect their own stores. Because they could easily stealing. break this dude's neck, you know, seriously hurt this dude. This dude's you know trying to get away. Like, there's only so many things he can do to restrain him. I'm sure someone has sued a store and won already from stuff like this. That would be crazy to me. Do, I mean, people like when you break into someone's house me. and defending your house, if they like fall on a kitchen knife, they can sue you. Yeah, but again, I, I it, with videos like this popping up, and this will lead to to this next thing here that I'm I'm gonna well wait to I, get into is I think people are just tired of it. Yeah, people are tired of it, and there's going to be more and more vigilantism coming soon to yes. a theater near you. Yep. Right? There were two. There was this white kid that was beaten to death by three black kids. They got acquitted yesterday. For what? For they, they stomped on and kicked the shit out of this kid until he fucking died, and they got acquitted. And and in the first place, they were only in ch- charged with involuntary manslaughter in the first place. Okay, but they got acquitted, right? If I'm this dude's family, I'm gonna go find these people and and execute all of them. Oh yeah, he for sure. To run him over with his car though. What's that? He tried to run him over with his car and got out of the car, and then he just so got, it doesn't he got, matter. He got punched, and I think he hit his head on the cement. That doesn't. It doesn't. No, that's not at all what happened. They, they fucking wailed on him. Like, he had collapsed lungs and shit. So that, that wasn't part of it. But maybe he did try to assault them first. But it's very clear. There, there's something called aggressor laws, right? Yeah. If I, if I pull a gun on you and point it at you and say, give me your fucking money, and then I change my mind, put my gun away and start walking away, and you shoot me in the back, you've committed murder, right? Really? First degree murder because you had time to think about it, and then you pulled a gun and shot me, right? I don't agree with that. I would, I, I would just murder. That's, like, that's the law. Though. I know, but that law sucks, dude. Well, I, would like to, I would like to see old school vigilante shit again. I agree. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. And it's going to continue happening. That's what I think. Like, it's, it's gonna, the- hey, you guys own guns. Be the change you want to see in the world. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I, I tried. I missed that. I missed that fucking dude by this much, man. So, Bob, do you, you don't think this I sit at home much. waiting for someone to try to break into my shit? I know, shit? dude. I know. For fuck's sake. Maybe I'll buy a CVS. Can you do that? God damn. They you, you know that's right? the yeah. dream, right? Do they franchise? Because I'll the just have dream. I'll just have Drinker Bros sit in there with fucking full kit on and be like, "Hey, uh, well, you're welcome to try to steal from us." You uh-huh. can franchise a Seven Eleven. Eh, I'm not Indian, though. Is that racist? No. Am I stealing valor from the, Indian hey, people? That, that one's for sale down the street, by the way. I feel like I'm stealing valor from Indian. I've literally Probably. seen armed guards at 7-Eleven. Exactly what Dan is talking about. Dudes in kit at a 7-Eleven. So, Bob, I got to, to that point about waiting for people and shit. We can talk about this now because uh, I called Dan about it. Um, there was some people in the neighborhood. A dude stopped me and he said, hey, dude, are you, are you the one of the guys that got the car stolen? I go, yeah. And he goes, shit, I'm one of the guys who got his car stolen or whatever. And we were talking about it. And 
some people were chatting about whether or not uh, they should sit in the back of their car and then just wait for somebody to break in and fucking smoke them, right? So I called Dan and I said, hey, dude, what's the laws on this? And you said, don't do it. There, there is a law preventing that. Yeah, what it's is called it? lying in wait. Okay. Like if, you, if you're, uh, if you sat in the back of your car lying down in the back seat, waiting for somebody to try to steal it, and as soon as they come up and open the door, you shoot them, uh-huh. you, you, you'll get probably voluntary manslaughter God or, or third-degree murder, depending on the state, because some states do third-degree murder instead, and then the additional charge of lying await. Okay. So, Bob, this is what, essentially what the discussion was of being the change in the world. Oh, yeah, we were, everybody was all in, and then there's, but there's laws preventing most of this shit, and I don't agree with so that. Yeah, I mean, we, I don't we, fucking agree we with We go them. out of our way to protect criminals in this country, but not actual human beings with jobs and shit. Yeah. So it looks like your best opportunity is going to be to franchise an ace hardware. Okay, what is what is Ace's rule? So there's I mean, one there's up the one street already over here. Yeah, the, well, not. there's one up the street. I just want to know what the rules are. What are the what is Ace doing that everybody else isn't doing? Then no, I'm just saying that's a retail place you can own that maybe someone might pillage. You know what I mean? Because the other ones on here, it's like any like there's not a lot. Oh, of, that are around the area. No, that you can open. Yeah, like okay, a store gotcha, that gotcha, people gotcha. can run in and grab shit. Right. It's a Seven Eleven and an Ace are the two best that I'm seeing. Vape shops. Remember oh, that? vape shop, boom. I don't That's know if anybody would come into an Ace Hardware. Because I, I have another sick fantasy, Bob. Let's go down that road today. One of my favorite movies as a child was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If I worked at an Ace Hardware and somebody tried to steal something, I'd love just to keep, instead of a gun, a, a, just a chainsaw right by the register that you could fucking ring, 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 and then just start sawing a body in half. That so, would be the greatest goddamn thing of all time. Chainsaws are hard to run with, so you need to set traps, I, which is fine. The, not Maybe. the new ones. So uh, when those, when we had that storm last year, uh, last year uh, in, in my yard, there was like 600 pounds of trees that, that fell, and we had to chainsaw all this bullshit up and then put it in the back of the truck, and uh, I dumped a bunch of the wood here at the office. The new ones have gotten really fucking easy and good, and they've also got a guard over it now. Uh, and the guards are getting better than they used to. And, like, I feel that would stop all the blood from splattering in my face. So that way I could keep carving through the fucking body. Well, so I've had one of these pole saws before. They're yeah, this is, it's not well. a pole saw. No, I know, but I'm just it's saying. It's not a pole saw. This was a, this cha- was a big boy chainsaw. Chainsaw phalanx is all I'm saying. Yeah, you, no, oh, is that a thing? This, I've got this, one of those. This loses to the regular chainsaw. This is better right. than most things, but the blunt of the big chainsaw knocks this out of the way. Um, these these little tree clippers though aren't really going to do it. But if if you I think if you saw somebody coming in and you wanted to jab at a thigh, Bob, those would be great. Or maybe chop off some fingers. I'm going to put this out there to every drink. I want to see an arm hit the fucking floor when I when I chop someone's arm off. That's not going to do it. That's not going to do it at no. all. Not at all. So that's more or less like. Hey, I've got a female cashier. She needs to protect herself while I chainsaw the guy. No, that thing's too Just cumbersome. Keep that running, it's dude. too cumbersome. And each one of those two joints that, that are flexible, there's some give to them as well. It's not the kind of weapon you want to be using in a melee attack. Not at all. But you're, you're better I, off with like a scimitar or something like that. It's a nice start. Big ass fucking Indian curved blade and just like a Dothraki style, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not hooked. It's curved. It's like a big looping curved blade scimitar. But but you if you're working, some, like it's specifically made to chop people's fucking heads off. It goes through things from, very from horseback. Hear me out here. This is only if I worked in an Ace Hardware since that was brought up. All right. 
I want something also that will go viral for the store <laughs> to prove how great my products are. It's Hammer, Ross. You know it's Hammer. It's not Hammer first, dude. I, a chainsaw on that video that goes viral from inside one of these stores, just like the one we just showed you from this mall here. If you just saw me sawing off an arm or a leg on that security cam footage, holy shit, dude. Everybody would want to shop there, and I would have the best chainsaws in the, in the whole Austin area. You know, you'll clean through the middle. Be one one be swipe, fucking great. Just all the way down, just uh-huh. boom. Uh, God damn, that would be great. And if that went viral, everybody would buy chainsaws there and everything else. Hey, are you the chainsaw? <laughs> yes, I am. I will f- in full medieval armor. I will fight one drinking bro, chainsaw to chainsaw combat. I'm throwing it out there. I don't think. Email us, DM us. No, the, the, full armor. The, the, the chain link, we can't. You'll definitely die if you try to do that. Yeah, you sure will. We got a lot of guys who are like <laughs> forged and fire guys out there, man. They're they're proficient with this shit uh, and blades, but but that would be a blast. Uh, and again, this all goes back to like people getting sick of all this shit. So uh, ironically, of all places today, Germany um, is actually going to impose checks on the borders with immigrants and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So is Poland and, and the Czech Republic as of today now because nobody can fucking house or take care of these goddamn people. I feel like this is a global thing that everybody's starting to get behind. And you're going to start to take care of some of these problems, I hope. Well, they shouldn't have... Um, they should not have joined the EU. Germany? Any of anybody. Okay. Because the EU demands that you house uh, like 250,000 immigrants per year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. A year? Yep. What the fuck are you going to do with a quarter million people a year? Fucking th- uh, what I would do. Yep. Probably whip out that chainsaw. There you go. You know what I mean? Now you're, now you're speaking my and language. Give them, I would get probably a third of the amount of chainsaws of people that exist and put them all in a big pile in the center of a coliseum. Uh huh. And just like, hey, whoever's left at the end of the week, <laughs> you guys become citizens. So Germany, it says uh, <clears throat> 204,000 people requested asylum in Germany within the first eight months of 2023. That is 77% more than the same period last year. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, that reminds me of this one time when uh, we had 5 million illegal immigrants come across the border in two years. When was that? The last two years. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. It was the last two years. More are coming, by the way. Just that fucking train today. Oh, yeah. But the border is closed, guys. <sighs> Who said that? Jim Acosta. Did he really? And then John Luke Picard and whoever runs Biden's Twitter. Yeah, the, the, bar, the border's closed. Nobody's <clears throat> coming in, right? Yeah. We're all good to go on that. Uh, but yeah, Poland's gotten involved here. Uh, I like how they say right-wing law and Politico here. It was like, yeah, like it's right-wing to... Uh, enforce the law i guess and okay i guess i'm right wing it should not be a political issue here you can't house this many fucking people and then what are you going to do with them you got to feed them you got to clothe them and then they've got to have some form of shelter one would imagine germany is not all that warm in the winter all right maybe um i don't know soylent green what's that soylent green it's made of people it's where you oh, eat is other it really? people, yeah. Yeah, you don't remember that stupid oh, movie? Oh, yeah, Grind It Up. Isn't that Charlton Heston? Mm-hmm. No, I never saw it. Charlton Heston low-key in a ton of shitty sci-fi movies. Oh, yeah. Like, bizarrely, he's like, he might be our most celebrated actor in the most amount of terrible movies, like, per celebrate, per level of celebration. Okay. So I, I want Bob to look this up for me. Can you look up Soylent right now? 
Because what Dan's talking about is this like post-apocalyptic future called Soylent Green where you eat and it's a meal replacement. There's actually a meal replacement company called Soylent. Huh? That's how crazy Look, if you're, if you're if you're dicing up humans and eating them, like, I'm all in. Uh, Sarah, well, is what you're saying if you ground them all up that it's actually better for the earth well, and shit can well, grow? Well, you got to dry them out first, right? So you want to you, you can keep the bones, a lot of calcium in those. So how would I start? With a wood chipper, let's no, say? No, 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 no. I put so a body into it? First thing you do is you grab them. If it's a dude, you grab them by the testicles, right? And you cut those off. Okay. And then along with the cock, right? And then you take uh, a sawzall or something like that and saw up the middle of their torso but like keep it tight you could you could also use like a really sharp paring knife like a large paring knife just go right up to the rib cage right here yeah and then split it open and then you're looking for uh the pancreas the liver and the kidneys you got in the stomach you got to get those out of there because it's got bile in it, it's gross bladder as well get all those out of there leave the heart uh uh the lungs will probably be fine you can leave all that shit <clears throat> and then you want to uh uh Throw that body into the wood chipper after that, right? Okay. Throw that body into the wood chipper, put it all out, let it dry, just like you would do with coffee beans. You just put it out on tarps and let it dry from the sun. And then you fucking add lard to it and make pemmican. <laughs> Maybe a couple of blueberries. This is the same thing you could do with a deer, by the way. Yeah. Cut it. Like if you're going to uh, field dress a deer on, on the ground, yeah. grab it by the nut. If it's a buck, grab it by the nuts, cut the nuts off, and then go right up through the middle of that thing. Then you'll use a sawzall to cut the, the, um, the coccyx right there, I think. And you push down. It's kind of like spatchcocking a chicken. Yeah. Push down, and you just reach in there and scoop all the organs out. You're describing the scene from Bone Tomahawk right now, man. You well, still that's just how you it. do it. You still haven't seen it. It's, I haven't. Oh, it's good. That's just, I'm not gonna be. I, I'm not gonna be shocked by that. That's just how it's done. I was shocked by how realistic it looked. That's mm. what really got me. And then the the conversation that Kurt Russell has with this this kid as it's happening to him, this dude, mm. uh, you know, young dude, probably I don't know, eighteen to twenty two or whatever in the scene. And I was like, oh my god, dude, he just lived with me forever. And it's that that's the most haunting <laughs> scene in any movie of all time. Yeah, I mean, it, the problem I've said it a thousand times. The problem sure. with fuel dressing a human being or just eating a human being in general, I think, is that. Um, if it's if it's like an Asian, you're going to be hungry half an hour later. Yep. So you got they just don't have enough protein. No, they sure don't. Um, <laughs> so you got to be careful. You you have to adjust for whatever the race the person is. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I agree. What which race are you going first? Uh, whatever's around, dude. I'm hungry. Yeah, you're starving. Look, I'm not. I, look, it's not like be- it's a beggars can't be choosers kind of situation. We, we're if we're behaving this way, it's because everything's completely fucked, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not stopping to ask questions. I'm just gonna eat whatever the fuck I find. For me, I'm always in the mood for Mexican. I don't know what it is. Like I, I can always eat Mexican every single day. So I think I'd start with that first. I would probably eat somebody that came from a place that eats real food, right? The same way that I eat animals that eat real food and not pesticides and corn and shit like that yeah mexicans eat a lot of fucking bullshit food ah that's true that's true yeah so what about real africans because they eat real food right there's nothing processed over there well they don't i mean there's nothing to process <laughs> you know what i mean uh what are, what are they doing i don't know man. What, are they, what are they doing they, i don't know what's happening they get all their there. food from ukraine like seriously yeah i think like 70 percent of the wheat in africa comes from ukraine well it used to well now we're paying for it yeah. so now it's coming from america and everywhere yeah. else but man this got dark today 
I re- like I realize how much I wanted to chop somebody with a chainsaw. That was one of the first horror films that I watched though, as a kid, and I just fucking loved it, dude. Te- the old school one, not the any of the new fucking remakes. The old school Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When I was just like, yes, dude, let's fucking chop uh, up yeah, a I body mean, it, with a fucking chainsaw. It would be nice, satisfying, very satisfying. Like shooting somebody almost, I don't think is as satisfying as something like that. You want to see it spray though, so close to you though, right? Um, You've killed it, a human up close versus far away. Well, dep- up close is better. It depends on like, you said better. I don't know what that In means. In my dreams. I don't know about In better. my dreams. In my dreams, I feel like it'd be more, <clears throat> more satisfying. It's just different. If so so if, if somebody's trying to kill you and you kill them, it's satisfying no matter what, right? Just physiologically, your brain produces cortisol and then fucking once it's done doing the murdering it produces dopamine it feels good you know yeah what i mean um i don't know if that's going to be the case just ch- chainsawing somebody up but it worked for dexter when he was like pushing that knife down through people's chest he definitely was ejaculating at the time they didn't really address it in the show yeah but he was coming big time it big seemed like it right and he like i don't know if he was wearing a condom with a reservoir tip or a diaper or something you never saw any stains in the front of his pants no but he ejaculated every single time that happened i promise you I think it was tight underwear where he had that thing slung to the side. and you know. Maybe, but there's still got to be a pouch for the cum to go into you. Or you're just. Because that's a big cum. It's like building up all day. You've got the guy tied up in a fucking warehouse somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, as soon as I get done doing this blood splatter analysis, I'm going <laughs> to cut that motherfucker's head off and then tie some chains and rocks around him and throw him in the fucking Miami Harbor. You know what I mean? You're hard all fucking day. Your, your balls are just constantly producing new cum all day. Yeah. And you get there, this is like, gush. There's no way just tight underwear is saving him from, from having stains on his pants. No, not at all. And, it, it, and there is something satisfying about the fucking, uh, going back to that, like the Italian mob shit and all that. Uh, like the guy they found in that barrel, I think we did this story in RPR uh, in uh, Malibu. Mm. Uh, it was one of the dudes who, who uh, came in and, and killed Pop Smoke, that rapper. Went in, just shot him in his fucking house and, and murdered him. And uh, yeah, the, the guys got arrested. Wasn't good enough for whoever fucking did this. Mm-hmm. They went after his fucking family, dude. And they, who's, they, who's family? Uh, the, the, the murderer's family. Mm, I see, yeah. So well, they, killed, they killed his fucking brother yeah. and put him in this goddamn metal, one of those metal uh, containers. The like a 55-gallon cont- drum? Yes, that's mm-hmm. exactly what they did. And dropped him off in Malibu, right on the ocean there, so it would wash ashore. They open up that motherfucker, and he was in there, and it was great. Because that, then the guy was in jail, and then that story had to go back of, holy shit, we found your fucking brother in a goddamn 55-gallon. Yeah, I mean, that's something you should ask yourself. How bad would a crime against you or somebody you love uh, have to be for you to go after their family as well? Not much. Even if they just killed one of my Well, I mean, somebody cut you off in traffic or something? Not that. That's dumb, and I think, like, for the most part, I've gotten over that, that, like, the bullshit of it all, right? Where you say something flippant to somebody or whatever, and everybody in Texas has a gun. I just assume they do. So you're like, all right, cool, man. I'm going to let this go today. Um, But if somebody attacked a family member, either sexually or or murdered somebody, yeah, dude, you just, you empty everything out you got at that point, I think, so... I think that's a no-brainer, in yeah. my opinion. Like, if somebody came after one of my kids or something, um, your distant relatives are now in my crosshairs. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm going to Ancestry.com and pretending to be you to get yep. a full family tree, and I'm going to put that on the back of my SUV and start crossing them out as I take those people out. Going back to fucking Ellis Island. Oh, yeah. Going as far inside, back, yeah. like, oh, your fucking grandma's in hospice? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> 
She gone. I'm rappelling down. Grandma's gone, dude. I'm rappelling down the side window of her fucking hospital. It's just my fucking grease painted up face and wide eyes coming across that window. And she's like, oh, she thinks it's a fucking ghost or something, right? Yeah. And she dies in absolute terror. And you did that by yep. cutting me off in traffic. Meemaw. Or whatever happened. Meemaw matter. had yeah. to go, dude. Yeah, Graham Graham is all fucking done, son. Yeah. Sorry it was only in stage four cancer. It should have been stage five. All right? Yeah. Well, it's stage five now. <laughs> uh, now's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week. Are you allowed to come up? <laughs> Definitely not after all this. I've actually got a drinking bro of the week. <laughs> I, w- I wish we had a camera on you <laughs> during that. I've never seen a listener shake their head. No. I'm not, I can't kick him up here on this. You guys just talked about fucking chainsaw people up for a good hour and a half. <laughs> I gotta, we've had a lot of people politely reject coming up yeah, at the yeah. end and be like, oh no, it's fun. I got to be so honest. I kind of, that was a hard fucking pass yeah. from you, dude. I, I kind of blacked out. So did I. For I forgot we were on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know if I'm here or not. <laughs> I forgot we were doing a podcast today. I was talking about my fucking murder fantasies. <laughs> what do you got for drinking bro of the week? Um, well, Homeboy ain't coming up here. It's not going to dovetail too well with the subject matter, unfortunately. <laughs> um, better, better you read it than me yeah. today. So you remember uh, Kaylee and Mason, the, guy, the people that were moving to Charleston? Yeah. The, the cop yeah, yeah. and his wife that were moving. Well, oh, they, they fucking rocked. They dude. just yeah. got married like a couple weeks ago. Well, yeah. Um, so he was an LA County Sheriff's deputy before they moved out back to, uh, South Carolina. Yeah. He's going to law school or some shit, right? At Coastal. Yeah, he's going to, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you hadn't heard, uh, and I'm sure you have, if you're in this audience, there was a LAPD or an LA County Sheriff's deputy who was ambushed and killed in last week in Palmdale. You saw that story, right? Mm-hmm. They find him in an arrest, I believe. Um, so one of Mason's best friend was a good friend of that guy, and he was the first on scene and tried to treat him as well. So he wanted Mason wanted to give Drinking Bro of the Week to the deputy. His name was uh, Clinkenbroom, I believe is the, the guy's name. He's a nine-year veteran of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. He was an FTO, a field training officer at Palmdale Station, where his partners loved and respected him. Deputy Clinkenbroom was a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and the organization was gracious enough to honor him with a custom jersey and a special post on their social media, uh, which I did see. Um, De- Deputy Clinkenbroom got uh, engaged four days prior to the shooting and survived by his fiance and his immediate family. Fuck. Yep. That's a shitty one, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that couple. Uh, they were great. Uh, they raged, both the man and woman. And that was probably the most beautiful couple combined that we've ever had in the show. Like, yeah. come into the yeah, yeah. the studio before. Where yeah, you, and they, they just were got, both just they, striking people. They got married you know, like two weeks cold. after they were here, I think. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. so they're, uh, you know. They were passing through on the way yeah, to, yeah. to there, so. So congrats. <clears throat> sorry the marriage. for the, Yeah, sorry for your loss. For the loss. Well, I guess it's not your loss, but sorry for the second party the community and every, everything else i mean shit dude those stories fucking suck good on the miami dolphins though for doing that yeah. holy shit um yeah all right. uh well thanks for tuning in today I, look it's one of those rare shows i forgot we were recording like yeah. about 10 minutes in and i was like man what the fuck is going on dude and then just chopping people up fuck it sounds fun i just it's so it sounds so much fun so all i have to do is franchise and ace hardware bob all right 
probably what 25k 50k something like that yeah, i'll ask the dude up the street there's yeah. one right in front of my neighborhood yeah I'll i mean it's the numbers are it's 5k for um the franchise fee but you need uh 250k in escrow hand, like to be liquid 250k yeah okay so you need to so mcdonald's does a million in escrow i think okay which is interesting you, that, that seems like a lot for one of those. But they, money, they, yeah. they make so much fucking money there. Do they really? Yeah. Do you know okay. what I'm... So a manager of one McDonald's mm-hmm. makes, on average, 65K a year, right? Mm-hmm. But a regional manager of multiple McDonald's is like 90 to 120K. Shit. Yeah. That's not a bad fucking gig. It's the, it's the most successful business in American history. I still love it, man. I, look... Anytime <laughs> I can pop a Big Mac in my mouth, uh, I'll do it if it's there. I guess. Yeah. I've never gotten sick of it. I've never gotten sick of McDonald's. Man. Well, Big Macs, the patties keep getting small. There's so much bullshit on them that they keep reducing the size of the patty. Well, just re- you're not re- just reduce the bun size then as well. And I'll, I don't mind if I'm getting you know little Burger Buddies, kind of like Holyfield used to sell it yeah. uh, at Burger King. Like That's fine, but shrink the bun as well. I know shit is tough. All here, right? here, yeah, and this is why I don't, what, another reason not to trust the government. Have you ever bought a hot dog bun that's the same goddamn size as your hot dogs? Not once no. in the history of either one of those two products have they matched. Mm-mm. That's a real cunt move sure on is. their part. And I, they do it on purpose just to make you angry, just because they can. There's no, there's no economic reason to do that. There just isn't. There's it, no fucking reason to do that. They only do it to let you know they can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know what would be great is if these two things match. I'm like, you know what? That would be great. I'll see you later, fuck face. I always take two pinches off. So I pinch off the front end of the bun and the back end of the bun to make it even. I throw the bun away anyway, so I don't know why I'm bitching about I it. I do. Like, oh, because we were at Wrigley, and I was like, dude, I'm going to have a dog and a, and a bratwurst here and really enjoy myself. And I, uh, and I sure did. I but I, the, I go two pinches at the end. I threw the pinch bun away. Pinch off the end and pinch off the other one. I enjoy the bun. It's, it's part of the experience. It's not, that's not even real bread. I don't eat bread that much. Like bread so. is for poor people already, and that's fake bread. It was good bread, though. So you're eating, like, you may as well eat Legos or some shit. It wasn't uh, bagged bread, man. They were putting, like, sourdough and shit. Wrigley's got the best, some of the best food for any ballpark, man. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Ma- Minneapolis, or uh, Minnesota Twins have really good food, too. Do they really? So does KC. Okay. Yeah. That's the only, like, the only reason to go to Kansas City is to watch a Chiefs or Royals game. I'll not even watch the Royals games. Get food at the stadium. <laughs> Royals fucking suck. Chiefs are good. You can catch a, a glimpse of T-Swift. No, nobody wants to see that shit. Yeah, if we I wanna, sure do. If I want to see a six, I'll just walk around downtown Austin. Numbers are up through the roof for the Kelsey Brothers podcast and all their things. Uh, speaking of sports, we're uh, live here in about 10 minutes on Drinking Bros Sports uh, with the, uh, what are we in, week five now? All the way in week five of the College Pick'em Show. Holy shit. Season's starting to fly by, kids. Uh, join us on Drinking Bros Sports on YouTube over here in about 10 minutes. Uh, and we'll see you soon. As always, rate and review the show. Go to iTunes, rate the show five star and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star and you can walk away. 7,000, I checked last night, we're, we're over 7,000 on each. When we get to 10,000 uh, stars or reviews or whatever the fuck it is, uh, I'll, I'll shut up. All right, forever. Forever. In the meantime, today was a fun show. It blacked out and just went full fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But God damn it, it was fun. For Danthony Danthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs>